Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk self-care, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. As always, thank you for tuning in. Welcome, my friends. Happy, happy Wednesday. So on this week's episode, I did something new where I actually recorded an Instagram live while recording my podcast. And for me, it's fun because I love video and that way you are able to see me on video and what it looks like when I'm actually recording the show. So that happened and it went really well. And what unfolded in my conversation is that I was able to talk through expectations that we have on ourselves. And in particular, in this episode, I chat about expectations that I've placed on myself that almost prevented me from even recording an episode for this week. So go ahead and tune in, and I would love to hear in the comments what you think. And of course, as always, you can rate and review the show. Thank you so much, and I will catch you next week. Here's the show. Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast. This week, I want to talk about my self-care toolkit. So for a lot of us, we lose track of our self-care when we lose track of ourselves. And what that means is you might get extremely busy during the day and during the week. I, for one, am going through quite a time of, I, I don't know if it's busyness, but there's a lot of decisions that need to be made and a lot needs to happen in my life. And there are a lot of unknowns. So a lot of things are floating around that I do not have control over. And when I was actually sitting down and deciding what to talk about today, I have an entire note system in my phone of podcast ideas. And yet, none of them felt right because, frankly, I am feeling hardcore out of alignment right now. My energy is a mess. I have highs and lows. I am exhausted. I'm not sleeping well. And it didn't really feel authentic to record any of the episodes. And it's funny that I'm sitting here talking about this now in my closet with Instagram live in the background because this morning I was speaking with my husband and frankly kind of complaining of how can I record my podcast today because I don't have anything to say. And he, ever the wise one, said, well, why don't you share what you're going through because you don't have to feel great all the time. Oh, duh, right? You don't have to feel great all the time. And I think that's a message that we all need to sit with. What are you making it mean if you don't feel good? 
what limiting thought are you telling yourself about what's wrong with you if you're not feeling like yourself? And that actually brings tears to my eyes because we're so hard on ourselves and you know, we we place a lot of expectation and demands and pain based on external expectations and different things that we believe we should be, how we should be showing up, what we should be doing, what we're not doing good enough, what's wrong with me. And my perspective, frankly, was I can't do the work that I'm wanting and needing to do because I don't feel in alignment. How can I talk about self-care when I'm not doing a great job of taking care of myself? How can I talk about alignment when I feel totally in a funk? And what is interesting is I think the more that we become aware of how good we can feel, And this may be from shifting your diet or cutting back on caffeine and alcohol or, you know, having more routines and ways that you take care of yourself or listening to inspirational podcasts and information. The more we tap into feeling good, I think there's a shadow side to that because then you know how good good feels. And so you become acutely aware of when you're not feeling that well and you know you could feel better and you start to then judge yourself for not feeling that way. Whoa, it's so interesting because as a human, we all will have ups and downs, highs and lows. In fact, I argue that we have to have that because if we don't have the lows, then we can't appreciate the highs. In fact, you won't even know you're at a high. And the highs on their own can lead to burnout. And so you need to counter that. And it is a bit of a roller coaster. For some of us, myself included, I sometimes, when I get out of balance, my highs become really high and my lows become really low. And that is exhausting in its own. It's like you're a yo-yo, right? And I know for a fact that when I slow down, when I step back, when I really give myself an opportunity to witness what's going on, I can slow down that roller coaster. And a lesson that has come to me this week is sitting in the discomfort without trying to change it. So I have three big things in my life right now that are literally up in the air. Well, not literally, but they're up in the air. I have no control. You may be feeling this in your life and we can only control so much. And the biggest thing we can control is how we respond, how we feel, how we choose to feel, how we choose to react to situations. What's happened to me this week is these three things are completely out of my control, completely out of my hands. And I've allowed that to pull me way out of balance because I want to control. (laughs) I want to know. I have a quote on my Instagram that knowing is for the mind 
right? Being is for the heart. Trusting is for the heart. So to sit in the unknown, that's a practice. Sitting in the unknown is basically allowing whatever it is that will unfold to unfold. Because when you can't control, the only thing to do is to let go. Because if you know you can't control something and you continue to try to control it, what you're doing is you're creating resistance and friction. And the friction and resistance is you're resisting what is. And when you resist what is, you're not allowing it to be what it is, which means you're not allowing yourself to be in the present moment. The present moment is the place where everything happens. Not the future, not the past, but the now. Right here. And when we try to control something we can't control, when we try to place demands upon ourselves of what should be, how we should be feeling, we are limiting our ability to actually be and process what is, right? Should be is future pacing, right? Should have been is past. Be is now. So now is where you need to be. Now is where I need to be. And right now I don't feel my best. And that's okay. It's okay. And can you practice saying that for yourself? However you're feeling right now is okay. And you don't have to change it. And in fact, I have found in my own experience that when I allow myself to be in my feelings, that I am more able to process and move through them. Because when I'm resisting, I'm not being present, as we just discussed. And when you're not present, you actually can't process what is. So it's a lesson. (laughs) And, you know, here's what I've been coming up against is I have a lot of awareness and I've cultivated this over the years is I can track my thoughts. I can track what thoughts trigger different feelings, what thoughts need to be reframed, what thoughts I should turn around. It doesn't keep me from thinking those thoughts. It doesn't keep them from showing up. But sometimes it feels even more painful because I know how I'm feeling. I know what thoughts are triggering those feelings. I know what I should do to shift those thoughts. I know the power of my thoughts and how important it is in order to shift your thoughts, to shift your reality. And yet, I sometimes just want a pity party for myself. (laughs) Can you relate to that? Sometimes it feels good to feel bad. And that's okay. And I I do believe, you know, in different phases of our lives, like we need to allow that a little bit more. I haven't been really forcing myself to fix anything. I've been showing up, witnessing my thoughts, trying to let them go. I'm meditating twice a day, people. Always turn to your meditation and just allowing myself to be with the knowing that it's temporary. Everything's temporary. 
The way you feel today could change drastically in an hour or tomorrow or next week or next year. And I don't exactly think it's our job to fix ourselves, but rather to be aware and to notice what's going on so you don't feel like a complete victim to your circumstances. So while I don't think you need to and I don't need to fix how I'm feeling, I need to recognize it and notice because sometimes there's something you can do. For example, if I have a thought of feeling guilty because I haven't recorded my podcast for the week that comes out tomorrow, okay, instead of sitting and wallowing in that like I was this morning, yeah, it's going to be more powerful to take action. Thank you to John for reminding me that the point isn't to only inspire and to only be great and in alignment and at my happiest self, but it's to share the journey. Because I don't actually remember what I started this message with. We all need to develop our self-care toolkits. That's what I call it. And it is a set of tools, all of your little things, whether it's your essential oils or talking to a friend or meditation or going to yoga going on a walk, eating something nourishing and supportive, crying. (laughs) We need to develop our self-care toolkit. And in that toolkit is where we find everything we need to take care of our needs. And that is the place that we develop when we're feeling good. When you're feeling good is when you really should lean into these practices. Develop them. Make them part of your DNA. As I say, make it part of your lifestyle, not just a to-do list item. Make self-care part of you, part of how you show up for yourself every single day. Why? Because when you hit that slump, inevitably, when you hit that slump, That's when you need to be able to lean on these things without them feeling like so much effort. Things that I'm doing despite not feeling wonderful is dry brushing. I actually recorded a series on my Instagram highlights the other day that shows my morning routine. And in the fall, I naturally lean toward that because over the past, gosh, seven years, I've developed this fall routine. So even though this fall I don't feel great, I'm drawn toward taking care of myself. Dry brush, oil massage, face massage, oil pulling, lemon water in the morning, meditation in the morning, little rituals with my cat. All of these things are serving me at a deeper level. Regardless of if I feel up to them, I'm showing up for them because I know it is what my body, my soul needs. So that toolkit, it's up to you to really start to learn and implement these things on a daily basis because they will be there for you when you need them most, which is when you hit a slump. And they're not there to fix you. They're not there to 
make you snap out of whatever you're feeling. Because as I already discussed it, I think it's extremely important for us to feel our feelings and let them process and move through us. But they're there to make you feel more connected to yourself, to remind you of what it feels like to take care of yourself, to feel good, to feel connected. And each one of those tools that you develop they will serve you throughout your life. What? They will. Because the longer you bring this into your daily life, the more easily accessible they are when you're not feeling your best. And even words and practices like, and that's okay. I say that to myself all the time. Instead of what's wrong with me, after I state a feeling or a thought, I can say, and that's okay. Just like we started this episode is you can feel bad or off or not like yourself and that's okay. You can show up as you are now in this moment. So I can show up on an Instagram live recording a podcast knowing I'm not feeling my best. I'm not feeling like my upbeat, super aligned, chipper self. But because of everything that I've developed over my years, seven years of self-care practices and commitments, I know that this is temporary and that I have tools to lean on when I need them. And I also have trust in myself and my body, in my mind, in my community that I'll get through this through my own experience. And I don't have to make it be anything. So I want you to remember that and really think into your own life is, where can I let go of expectation? Oh, my heart, like I feel that right here in the heart. Where can I let go of expectation and lean into allowing? I listened to a meditation the other day and It said, inhale allowance, exhale resistance. That's been my mantra for the past few days. Inhale allowance, exhale resistance. Resistance comes from expectations that we generally place upon ourselves. So when we can let go of that resistance, that expectation, we allow ourselves to settle right back here into the here and now where we can be who we are. And through that being, that's how you become what you want. All right. I think that's going to be the end of the podcast. What if you could get an hour back each week and spend it on yourself? Not just scrolling through Instagram, checking email, or responding to the demands of work, but actually doing things that fill you up. What if you could bring yourself back toward alignment so that your thoughts, feelings, and actions are in line with what you want, need, and desire? So you feel connected to yourself, are clear about your needs, and can confidently say no. So you can hear the soft inner voice encouraging you to take care of yourself first so that you can trust yourself to make decisions that serve you. Let's find this alignment together. I am hosting a free fireside chat to help you find alignment in your everyday life. So you stop trying to get through the week and learn to flow through it with inspiration, joy, and time. If you'd like to join, 
go to the show notes to register. It's Tuesday, October 15th at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. It's an online video conversation where we can get cozy, have conversation, and talk alignment together.